0: Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. This is your host, Lorraine Ball. I know that many of you have businesses that you are trying to grow. On the one hand, you think maybe you have to do it all on your own. You have to be patient. You have to grow organically. But maybe there's another way. Maybe your path to success includes merging with another company or acquiring a business. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And I had to invite Deb Curtis to join me for this conversation. I know you're going to love her. She's a beacon of resilience, a testament to the power of perseverance and determination. She had a successful 30-year corporate career. And after she left, she has championed women's entrepreneurship by founding her own small business in 2018. She is an extraordinary woman who's faced and conquered numerous challenges in her life and her corporate career, and she's going to lay a little wisdom on us today. Deb,
1: thank you for joining me. Well, thank you for the very kind uh, welcome and introduction. Um, It's a pleasure to be here, Lorraine.
0: I am so excited. I've been following some of the things that you post and share on different social media platforms, and I am so intrigued by this idea of... Using mergers and acquisitions to grow, because I think a lot of companies think that's something only a big
1: business can do. That's right on, right on the nose. You hit it there, and not too many people are aware that there are established small businesses for sale today. Many owned by baby boomers, um, because we're all living longer. Think of it this way, Lorraine: eleven thousand baby boomers are retiring per day, per day. And in those 11,000, there are business owners that are selling their businesses.
0: Absolutely. And personally, I ran an agency for 20 years. I sold it two years ago. And I am a baby boomer. And neither of my kids wanted my business. And so selling made sense. But let's talk about the buying side. I'm a business owner. I've got a good operation going, so I kind of have the basics down. But I want to be bigger. How do I start the process of evaluating, finding, financing? Where do I start?
1: Mm -hmm. Great question. And traditionally, if you were to Google that online, because I do every day, you'll see to start the process with a business broker because mm-hmm. they sell the businesses. And I'm going to beg to differ on that opinion. And I'm going to stand and be a voice of reason for everyone out there to not start with the business broker who is hired to sell the business he represents. That is how he gets paid. Mm-hmm. So you should, if you are a, an individual or an established business today and you're in business buyer mode, Start with your direct bank lender or an SBA loan consultant like myself that has been in this industry for the last 20 years.
0: When you said that, I was thinking about real estate because mm-hmm. a lot of first time home buyers make the mistake of thinking the realtor works for them. Mm-hmm. That the realtor doesn't work for them. The realtor works for the seller. And right. it's, this transaction is very much like that. So you go to your Bank, or you go to an SBA lender and you tell them, okay, I'm thinking about buying a business. What comes next? How does that work?
1: All right. So, if you go to a bank, I'm going to explain this in a nutshell. That bank has its own credit policies uh, to purchase finance and establish business. So, they have their set of credit policies, that particular bank. Where people get confused, they hear of the SBA which is the Small Business Administration, an affiliate of our government, the U.S. government, they provide guarantees on that bank SBA loan. So where the confusion is, everyone needs to remember the bank provides the money, but most importantly, remember, ladies and gentlemen, every bank, the big, the small, the community, the non-banks, the credit unions, they all have their own credit policies in place that are all different. So if you contact one bank and you're turned down, you might not have known this, but you could have been approved at two others. So the best path of success, if you want to acquire a business to merge or just to, to be a business owner is work with a business acquisition loan consultant who has relationships with all these different banks and understands what all their different policies are to give you the best chance of an approval quickly.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. You know, I I think of myself years ago, who knows how to do this? Nobody sent us to school for this, Lorraine, right?
0: (laughs) No, that makes so much sense because in that instance, you're going to get introduced to a range of bankers, Mm -hmm. but My other question is, okay, so my my SBA loan consultant is going to help me find the money, which is one Mm -hmm. part of the equation. Right. But the other part of the equation is finding the business. Yes. And that's where I think a lot of people gravitate towards these business brokers because they have the businesses.
1: Correct. Correct. But that's also where they need to be careful because like you said earlier, like the realtor, they represent the business where I represent the buyer and I help the buyers find the business that's in their best interest and will qualify for those different various banks. And we work together to find the best bank loan structure to make sure they transition in successfully?
0: One of the things that I learned when I went through the sales process is I was initially contacted by a broker and did not go as as far down that path. And it actually took me almost five years to find the right buyer for the business. Mm. And I was not in a hurry. I, you know, Mm -hmm. I loved what I was doing. And so it gave me the time to wait. And I think, do you find that that's true also on the buying side, that you can't be impatient?
1: Oh boy. Yes. Correct. (laughs) Boy, you're, you're spot on again. You have got to have patience because many of the businesses out there on the market today, are baby boomer owned, and a lot of the baby boomers, I think of my father, he wanted to save and not pay the tax man. So they take shortcuts, right? On their IRS tax returns. And, you know, that, that will serve them at the time. But when it comes time to sell the business, it's not going to serve them because a bank isn't going to approve the loan based on the tax return net income. Mm. And I help the buyers understand that. And as you questioned earlier, I help them search and find that right business to put the, the buyer and the business puzzle together where it's a fit and it's going to work for for the buyer to be successful.
0: So what kind of things should I keep in mind if I'm looking to acquire a company? What are some either green lights or red flags that you see over and over again in this process?
1: Yes. A lot of red flags that I see out there, you'll find on the market, it'll say SBA qualified, which tickles a business buyer's fancy thinking, oh, this business is SBA qualified already, which could be true and may be true. But what it really means is that the business broker selling that business partners with a couple of banks and that those banks pay the business broker an additional incentive for referring you, the business buyer, to his bank partners. Mm -hmm. So there's more incentive earnings for the business broker on top of selling the business, and then the SBA bank lender closes a loan and earns incentive. So now you as the business buyer who Googled up, how do I start this process, start with a broker, and I Mm -hmm. mentioned earlier that's a red flag, you just opened up Pandora's box for the business broker, and his SBA lending partner to earn incentive. And the two of them are very highly motivated to get this sale done, which is great, but I beg to differ. (laughs) What part of protection for you, the business buyer, does that breathe? I'm not saying all people are bad eggs, but there are bad eggs in every industry. And that's where I want you, the business buyer, thinking of it in the audience to be careful. Awesome. Well, Deb, we could talk forever, but I am going to
0: wrap it here and I am going to encourage everyone who's listening. There will be a link in the show notes to Deb's website, debcurtis.com, where you can learn more about what she does and how she does it.
1: Deb, thanks for being a part of the show. Absolutely, Lorraine. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you.
0: If you've enjoyed today's conversation and you're looking for other resources for your business, be sure to check out our toolbox and look for More Than a Few Written Words, a collection of essays by some of my guests. It's available on Amazon. This has been another episode of More Than a Few Words. Thanks for listening.